Welcome back to another episode of the Athletic Studio Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Kate Oman. I'm Gordon John Vong. First of all, Gordon, we're just going to touch personally. How's your week been and how's your training been? Oh, our week's always busy. Looking after the trainers, the clients, making sure they're happy Yeah. with my own training. That's yeah. good to get back on track. Do you want to tell us what you're doing at the moment with Holly? Yeah, so I'm doing one PT session per week with one of our trainers, Holly. What we're doing there is I've given her some pretty specific goals and targets that I want to achieve this year during the time that I work with her. I want to get back into, I want to squat for reps. We're probably going to achieve that next week, to be honest. That's good. So I probably undershot my my goal there. Yeah, that's right. You can reassess. Yeah, exactly. We'll probably set another one. Yeah. And more importantly, just some accountability with my glute training, core training, something that I just find it a little bit more difficult to be accountable to do on my own yeah easy to neglect and how's it being a personal trainer yourself and being trained by a trainer it's normal to just being a client i don't go in there with just because i've been a personal trainer in the past i'm going to behave any different i'm still looking for which i'm going in there as a normal human being to improve my own kind of process so yeah it's an extra definitely an extra like 10 20 percent in training intensity yeah, it's good to for have sure. someone to look over and yeah. keep you accountable for sure. Now she's on top with her, her rest times and yeah. <laughs> keeps increasing the weights. Yep. And I'm, I'm sweating bullets by, you know, <laughs> after 15 minutes. So yeah. It's, it's good. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. How about yours? How's your training going? Yeah, no, my training's for the most part pretty good. I would say a little bit of a slow start this week just in terms of energy. I felt like my body caught up with a bit of fatigue this week. But other than that... In, over the last few weeks, I feel like I have a, re- a really good output with training, doing two upper, two lower and a run in there. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to increase my running over the next few weeks in terms of getting off the treadmill and getting into the streets, doing some more distance mm. stuff. But yeah, so far so good. And just it's good always to have that like mental outlet. Yeah. So it's good for productivity, I think, for yeah. my days. Well, so. Now's the time to, you want to get out there and start running outside before. I know. In Melbourne, right? I know, exactly. You're be screwed. Enjoy it while we've got it. <laughs> yeah. Now, today's episode, we're going to talk all things your photo shoot, your nutrition and your training experience. So tell the listeners how and like when you went through this process and yeah. the yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. I guess why we're doing this particular like episode topic is sometimes people will just, they'll have like bucket list goals mm. or maybe they're looking for something like extra to get them super motivated you know have a deadline goal or or something else to achieve besides your general weight loss goal or getting back into health and fitness we've discussed a lot about your regular getting back into health and fitness goals but this is okay what can you do extra or your next step yeah so i thought this would be an interesting topic i know we have a few clients who are looking at training for a photo shoot or a fitness comp and for them to get an insight into like my experience doing them as well yeah awesome now Biggest question, why did you personally do it? Why? Yeah, uh, like a number of reasons. One was definitely 
before I got into health and fitness and I was a bit more overweight, I was probably over 100 kilos. You would see we had, I think, yeah, I think we had Facebook back then. I was more like yeah. maybe in MySpace as well. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you just see these like really fit people. You didn't know what they were, but they were like, they were actually like fitness models yeah. or fitness competitors. Yeah. Okay. Like how they get so, how are they in that particular shape? Yeah. That wasn't the main reason. That was what first got my attention. But the reason why I actually knuckled down and decided, yeah, I'm going to do one was I'd already been a personal trainer for about one or two years and I needed some new photos to help with my website. And it would obviously give me a good reason to, to do that. My thought process back then was, okay, if, and I was in my early 20s, I was like, oh, okay, well, if someone can see me and I'm like super fit and I've got six pack abs, they're definitely going to want to train with me, right? Yeah, okay, so, yeah, yeah. And I know that's not the case. It definitely helps. The experience and the expertise is probably what's more important. And then going through the experience of getting that shredded would definitely help with my expertise and knowledge as well anyway, because... If I can get myself there, then at least that's another element of trust that someone's looking to achieve like a stubborn body fat loss goal or a similar goal, then Gordon knows how to do it. He's going to be able to help me. Yeah, very true. Yeah. So, and yeah, it was a bucket list thing as well. Yeah. So, yeah. And what was your mindset like before going into it? Like where were you at? Did you feel like you had a quite a strong mindset? You've built good foundations or did you just jump straight into it? Yeah, with these things, you, you just never know what to expect because it's your first time and it's your first experience. So luckily enough for me, I'd worked with having personal trainers. I would actually go in and see them as a client, like similar to how clients would see us. I'd already had the foundations of like training, nutrition, but it was, it was never to the extent or discipline required to obviously get to that end goal. Totally, yeah. Yeah, they're just things you just learn along the way. Yeah, and so you had a trainer guide you through this process or did you do it yeah. yourself? Had that kind of... Look? Yeah, I had a trainer. Yeah. Yeah, I had a trainer. Did um, they do your nutrition? Did you do it with them? What was the go there? Yeah, so I think I was working with an online coach back then because I had done in-person training for quite a while, so I knew how to train. And then I worked with an online coach for that particular... for, for my first photo shoot. And yeah, they just did my nutrition, my training. I'd report back every week. Basically, the last eight to 12 weeks, I'd be reporting back every week. What's my weight? I'll send through progress photos. Yeah. And they would make the necessary changes yeah, as well. Yeah, cool. And what did your training look like over the course? So how many, sorry, first of all, how many weeks did this take from start to finish of the Yeah, cut? good question. To be honest, it was only probably eight or nine weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But you've built the good foundation. Like you were strength training before that. To be able to build enough like muscle underneath is that kind of where you did you go through a build before were you just at a normal level not really being specific or no it was yeah good that's a good question as well for my first photo shoot i didn't plan it like 12 months ahead or a couple of years in yeah. advance it was more like i'd already been working with a um with coaches and trainers i was already in a, a training routine yeah so i didn't really necessarily go through like a building phase I would probably say I was maybe at maintenance or a little bit of a surplus with my nutrition anyway, because there was nothing really making me need to be, all right, like no cheat meals for next week. Yeah. So before I decided, I was still pretty cruising. Yeah, cool. And so in the eight to nine weeks when you started this shred, what was your training like and did it differ from when you were in it as opposed to when you were like before or after it? Yeah, definitely. So the first photo shoot was definitely a different experience because I was working as a personal trainer at that point in time. 
So, and I was only probably doing maybe let's say 25, a bit more than 25 sessions per week. So my stress levels were definitely a lot lower than what it is now. And compared to other times that I've gotten, you know, done photo shoots as, and stuff like that as well. So the rep ranges would be eight to 10, 10 to 12. But what was really interesting was that on most days, we we're actually doing two a day sessions, two a day, really? two a days. So it would be like an AM session and then a PM session. And what did that look like? The AM session was, let's say, four sets, A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2, and eight to 10 reps. Yeah. So more focusing on like the lower rep ranges of hypertrophy. And then the PM days were same model, but the rep ranges would be 10 to 12 or yeah. 12 to 15. Okay. So a little bit higher. Yeah. yeah the, and the whole purpose of it was to deplete muscle glycogen. So we we're training making sure that every muscle part was worked throughout the whole week. Yeah. And yeah. would you do as in lower upper in that one day or did you do the same muscle like groups kind of thing? Yeah. They'll alternate. Think, nah, they'll think they were like, uh, like one upper, one lower, one yeah. upper, one lower. Yeah. And how was your fatigue? Did you do that? How many days a week? Don't say seven. No, I think it was, it was five days a week. It was five days a week training. And fatigue was all right. Like it held up okay or you cooked? It was my first experience. I was probably, you only get cooked in your last three, four weeks. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Like it's actually not that hard. Like the first six to eight weeks is actually, the only difference is the only hardest part during that first six to eight weeks is getting accustomed to not having any free meals. Like you actually got to stick to the calories that you've been given. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of cardio, what was involved within that time frame? There was no cardio involved because I was doing two days, two days, two sessions a day any steps any step targets yeah with the coach that i was working with no there was actually no step targets back then isn't that interesting it was, it was actually only like the whole step thing was only i don't know i only became popular like the last probably five six years yeah but i feel like people in my probably, early days yeah pt like that no one really went for walks no. nah. that's, yeah that's interesting um yeah. and you how was your cortisol over the time did you think uh did it spike were you depleted in your mood like what was your kind of overall demeanor and energy like you're much more focused yeah like you just didn't really have you know time and energy for anything outside of nutrition training and work so yeah. for me i was just focused on my clients yeah and your energy on the gym floor was that impacted at all do you think it was fine for the first yeah it was fine for the first like i said six to eight weeks yeah. and then you slowly start to see yeah all right yeah, but the thing is, is that you see yourself get leaner, you get more shredded, oh shit, you know, these tone and definition and yeah, abs yeah. you haven't really seen before. Yeah, so it's a motivating factor. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Yeah. In terms of towards the end, when calories were low, did you ever find that your training dropped off or were you able to keep the intensity high and continue to hit PBs or? I, I found with all of my photo shoot preparations and the fitness comp that I'd done, the strength didn't really drop off. It's yeah. actually more you maintain strength. You maintain. That's good. Even if it's just for one or two sets, you, you just maintain. Maybe like the overall total volume, the total tonnage of the program, mm. you know, would probably come down because let's say, you know, you're not going to be able to maintain that strength for all four sets, but at least you can maintain it by one to two sets. Yeah, cool. Awesome. And now nutrition. Obviously, that was a big factor. So you mm -hmm. briefly said that you were tracking calories. What did that look like for you? With this first, the first photo shoot, and I think what we found, what, what worked really well as well, because I did another photo shoot the second time around and we used a similar structure. I'd come from having a training day nutrition plan and a rest day nutrition plan. That would be my, my go-to for everyday life. Mm. So let's say a training day would be 
2,500 and then the rest day would be maybe 2,000, 2,000 or 2,100. Yeah. When we started the photo shoot prep the first time around and because I had given my coach, like I'd booked everything in, the photo shoot and everything. So there was no way of getting around it. We had a tight deadline to work yeah, with in like this good. eight to nine weeks. What that looked like was four depletion days. Monday to Thursday, they were pretty low calories. It was probably like maybe starting off with maybe 1,500. Sheesh. Yeah. But the interesting thing was Friday would be a super high day, would be over 3,000. Yeah. And then the Saturday would be 2,800 or 3,000. And then Sunday would be the low high day, which would be like still over 2000 yeah but then and then monday to thursdays were yeah yeah so you're, you're hanging out for fridays or th- thursdays oh, and fridays every fridays, every week 100 percent. fridays were definitely the days to look forward to yeah. but yeah the interesting thing with that is could you on those high days you're eating quite a fair amount of food the monday tuesday even sometimes wednesday it's still actually okay to like I didn't find it super hard to get through. Yeah. It was more like, okay, Thursday, then like, all right, yeah, you're really feeling it. Yeah, Thursday is like yeah. a grind. Yeah, mm. cool. But everyone's different. That's the model that just worked for me and that yeah. what I did to yeah. get to that photo shoot. Yeah, cool. And were you able to eat out? What was your social life at that point? Was it non-existent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, I'll be honest. It was non-existent back then. If, if you don't know my backstory, like all my high school friends and how I grew up, like that's in, in Brisbane. So I moved here to change my lifestyle and change my life. So I didn't really have many friends besides the colleagues and the other personal trainers that I worked with. Yeah. So on the weekends, there was no real temptations to go out. Yeah. Okay. And so you just kept to yourself, did your yeah. thing. Bloody smashed it. You need to put a photo up on the Instagram so people can see yeah. you're after. How would you describe that feeling of when you did the photo shoot? Did you feel a huge sense of accomplishment or yeah. were you like surprised that you got there? What was the feeling on the day? It's definitely, you're probably on top of the world that day, just because you just know you can, okay, it's the it's last day and I can do, I'm doing my photo shoot. You're probably stressed out a little bit. The posing part's actually pretty hard, just depending on what types of photos that you get. So if I'm going to recommend someone to do a photo shoot, then make it action-based. Yeah, like a training photo shoot. Training not photos, as awkward, right? just not as awkward. Yep. So you're just doing things that you're naturally good at. Yeah. And I've done photo shoots in the past where like it's portrait and I'm like, oh, that's, they're weird. <laughs> Staring down the lens. That's, you're like, <laughs> they're weird, dude. Yeah. So fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. You're feeling pretty good on that day. Yeah. And you just, you just learned so much. Like after going through those particular, that process as well is I'd never been someone to, that was probably like my first time where I could see my abs. Yeah. Right. And that just made me come to the realizations. Like I'm just not that person who's genetically gonna have abs yeah. or just like visibly see those you know yeah. those cuts unless i get super shredded yeah mm-hmm. and i'm okay with that yeah you got them and yeah you're proud of them and and so after the photo shoot talk me through did you have any wild cravings you know when you see fitness competitors they like a backstage eating the donuts did you do something along those lines or did you ease yeah. yourself back into it yeah because it was my first photo shoot most people who have gone through the same processes <laughs> It's just, all you're thinking about that last month is just food. Yeah. Like so food you, focus like, was huge. Oh, 100%. Like yep. on my Instagram, I'd probably be saving food recipes, just looking out, <laughs> swiping through food. There was no there was no TikTok or Reels back then. Yeah. But yeah. But the weirdest thing is that it's not weird. Like it's just physiology is that your muscles are so, you're so lean and your, your muscles are so insulin sensitive is that it takes a lot. You got to eat a lot of food to actually start to store body fat. Yeah, you're like, you're very depleted. Yeah. So, you know, I was probably, let's say I'll have 
pizza or chocolate bars and it wouldn't really i didn't really see a negative effect on my body composition yeah for a while but then again like i did have some knowledge like and i was still training as well yeah. like the most important thing is if you do these things it's you do it because you're a healthy person and you're still going to train afterwards yeah if you just all of a sudden stop you're screwed <laughs> you're actually screwed yeah yeah all for nothing for sure and did you find you ease yourself out of it in terms of bringing calories back up and coming back to a maintenance phase was that like an easy process or yeah, I think that's the most important part because all throughout the year, I just eat normal health, let's say 90% of the time, whole foods, unprocessed foods. And then you have that little maybe one to two weeks where you're probably eating a lot more of a lot more junk food just because you haven't had any cheap meals. You realize, oh, it doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. So you just go back to, yeah. like, I just go back to eating my normal healthy yeah. meals. Nice. And yeah. to round off the episode, do you have any advice for anyone out there who's thinking of doing a photo shoot anything like that you strongly took away from that experience if it's been on your bucket list and something that you've always thought about i highly recommend doing it but giving yourself enough time what i mean by that is that if you think you've only got five to ten kilos to lose you don't need to wait two or three years to do it you could probably book it in for the end of the year and, yeah. and get going i do think if you know, you've got no medical conditions and, you, and your body and your work and family life allows to it's, a, it's an amazing experience just to get into that optimal shape that you've never been in before at least like once in your life just so you know you what know it feels like it. and in regards to preparation and, and knowing what to expect the first couple of weeks and months is probably no different to if you've had any personal training in the past it's just a little bit more attention to detail so you might be just measuring your food a little bit or just making sure that, you know, if you skip the session, you can't really skip a session. You've got to try and make it up some way, yeah. right? It's like you're training for a big event like the Olympics or something. You can't really no sit back days. and there's no, really, there's no really off days. Yeah. What I've learned about it as well is you do find a way to make it work. Yeah. So you might have other things going on such as work or other distractions. But if for some reason, if you've got something booked in and you really want to do it, you're going to find a way. Yeah, yeah. for sure. You just prioritize it. Make oh, it work. 100%. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. No, that was a really insightful share. Thank you very much for... No worries. Yeah, sharing with myself and the listeners your photo shoot experience. You're going to do yours, Kate? Oh, goodness. It's something I'm pondering. It's definitely... I would do something like an active lifestyle shoot. If yeah. anything, definitely not like a... I'm not a comp girl or anything like that. So TBC about this year is looking good, I reckon. Yeah, it's something that I'm definitely going to plan out, but I'll tell the listeners when I am and that's going to keep me really accountable. So yeah, definitely. No, it's no, that sounds good. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Athletic Studio and that's all from us. Thanks, guys. Thanks. If you found this episode useful, it would mean the world to us if you shared, rated and liked this podcast. It's how we keep it alive. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Athletic Studio. We would love to connect with you and see how your fitness and health improves with this newfound knowledge. Until next time.